0: This podcast is brought to you by Facebook. Facebook is strengthening security during elections by increasing political ad transparency, blocking fake accounts before they have a chance to do harm, and reducing the spread of false news. Learn more at facebook.com slash
1: From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me today is Peter Cohn, who is the editor of the Budget and Appropriations team at CQ. Welcome back, Pete. Hey, David. Great to be here. So here we are on the cusp of the midterm elections, and President Trump has promised us another tax cut for the middle class. Uh, Kind of thought we got it. That's right. Cut.
0: That's right. Heady days. Heady days. You know. Yeah. It's interesting. Nobody can quite seem to figure out what's going on with this with this tax cut. But you know, I will say that. Um, and, and you know, this has been said by others as well. But I sort of got the feeling watching that um, the commentary unfold uh, since the president first made that statement in Nevada. He kind of came up with the idea uh, on the spot, and then his staff kind of immediately decided that they needed to to swing into action. So they got Mnuchin on the phone. Mnuchin was overseas in Israel. They got him on the phone and said— Treasury Secretary. They said Treasury—excuse me, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. They said, you know, uh, Mr. Secretary, we need a tax plan. Uh, what are we going to do about this? Because you're going to get asked about this. And he said, "Okay, well, let me let me see what I uh, what I can come up with." That's kind of where we are. And then, you know, it kind of morphed over over the course of the last few days into Mr. Trump kept using the term resolution. So then it kind of came out that well, this is probably going to be some kind of a non-binding resolution that they take up in Congress, at least to kind of just set the stage to say, you know, we are going to uh, at some point figure out a way to cut taxes again. For the middle class, we're not sure what the middle class exactly means, what what income levels we're we're talking about. But, uh, you know, in any case, then Kevin Brady came out. Kevin Brady, chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, uh, said, we're going to be working on this. So it sounds like there is no tax cut plan yet. Safe to say that? We we don't know. You know, this is like with the the original tax code overhaul plan that, you know, whipped through Congress in the matter of months uh, last year where uh, the president said uh, earlier in the spring of, of 2017, said, okay, we're going to have a plan to you in two weeks. And, you know, the White House staff and, and Mnuchin and everybody said, uh, okay, well, I guess we got to start putting pen to paper. <laughs> and so then they rolled out that plan. that looked like it was written on a napkin. Um, and, and, you know, it got ridiculed as being, uh, you know, having no detail or, or, or uh, you know, depth to it. That's kind of so where we are. that's where we are. And
1: Obviously, this is going to depend on if Republicans retain control, right?
0: You would think so. Now, you know, there are some Democrats out there who are proposing targeted tax cuts of their own, like Senator Kamala Harris, uh, Senator Sherrod Brown, um, the Cory Booker's got something. So, you know, you're starting to see the the you know Democrats who are going to maybe be running for president come out with their own tax cuts, which is going to then put pressure on, say, if, if uh, the House Democrats – win the House, uh, you know, they're going to start having to kind of meet the expectations of some of their other standard bearers in the party, like those who are running for president. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But, you know, this particular idea of a, again, we have no idea what he's talking about, but a 10% tax cut for the middle class, that particular construct, I mean, you know, David, you wrote the article about this the other day, It, it could be written 100 different ways. You know, we have absolutely no idea what that could mean. And so if you're Kamala Harris or somebody else, you could you could say that, um, you know, my my tax cut is a uh, a quote unquote 10 percent tax cut for the middle class. You can just make the policy fit that construct. Of course, a lot of different ways. The middle
1: class just got a tax cut of about 10 percent and last year's tax code overhaul. Do they need another one? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you know, like from my standpoint I consider myself middle class. Sure, I would I would love a tax cut. I, you know, I've got to buy groceries, I'm saving for my kids college and, you know, trying to save for retirement and all that stuff and we live in a high, pretty high cost area. You know, the mortgage isn't, isn't cheap, of course. I mean, you know, I, I, I love a tax cut. David, I'm sure you'd like a tax cut as well. Sure. But, you know, I mean, the, it gets all the, the usual questions. How much is it going to cost? Well, deficits matter as, as far as, you know, what your perspective is on that. There's different schools of thought about whether deficits really matter at this point in time. Then there's a the question of, well, these sorts of targeted tax cuts have been done in the past. They have usually, uh, you know, David, as you know from your research and reporting, they've usually been done during recessions where you need to kind of spur demand in the, in the economy and get people spending money again when credit is tight and so forth. You know, now Yeah,
1: it is interesting. Now we're doing it at a time when the economy is just soaring, we're at
0: record low unemployment. Yeah, and that was the criticism of the, the initial uh, tax cut proposal that passed in late 2017, which is, you know, why are we doing this now? We don't need this. The economy's going to overheat, inflation is going to go through the roof. And, you know, it's going to accelerate the Fed's hiking schedule. And, you know, it's just going to lead to, to a crash. And, you know, some people might say now that the chickens are kind of already coming home to roost with the stock market. Basically, you know, all the gains we've had in 2018 have been wiped out basically this week with some, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks with some pretty big uh, downdrafts. So do we need this tax cut? Probably not. I mean, he talks about a middle class tax cut. You know, here, here's a little bit of of history here. Um, You know, David, you mentioned taxes got cut about 10% already for the middle class. That's from the Tax Policy Center, which is a very, you know, esteemed organization uh, who follows this stuff very closely. And then, of course, Joint Committee on Taxation, which is the congressional scorekeeper, where they keep all the distribution tables about who's paying taxes in this country. And, you know, the middle class, let's say, call that people making anywhere between Fifty, you know, forty thousand and and two hundred thousand are paying a minuscule percentage of their earnings in income taxes. Now they're paying a, a you know average tax rate, which is basically just how much of your income you are sending to Uncle Sam. Your average rate is somewhere around seven percent. So you're sending you're you're spending about seven percent of your money uh, on uh, on sending checks to to uh, the treasury. Now. You know that gets to something else you wrote about David, uh, which is very interesting. The fact that that's that's income taxes, but now we've got this whole other variety of uh, a burden that we all of us workers who get a, a paycheck face, which is payroll taxes. Yeah, I mean, more
1: middle class workers actually pay more in payroll taxes than they do in income taxes. That is where they take a bigger bite of their. That's they take a bigger hit there. Uh, is it worth trying to cut that instead of income tax?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, typically payroll taxes do kind of, you know, proportionally middle-class earners are going to be paying more than richer people because of the fact that social, the social security portion of the payroll tax is capped at about $130,000. So you make more than $130,000, let's say you make 500000 only that first 130000 roughly is going to be subject to the social security portion of payroll taxes, which is 6.2% that we pay as workers, and then your employer is going to chip in the other uh, half of that, another 6.2%. That's how the Social Security system is funded. And then, of course, richer people have a, a lower share of their earnings that are actually come from their paychecks because they're getting money from things like capital gains and their, their business income. We have no
1: idea whether the president is really looking at payroll taxes at all, and it could just be he wants to cut marginal rates again by another 10%. Um, which they say is going to be revenue-neutral, meaning it won't increase the deficit. And we'll be back right after this.
0: Facebook's growing team of experts are dedicated to strengthening security during election season and beyond. One way they're doing this is by using artificial intelligence to proactively block fake accounts before they have a chance to do harm. Learn more about their ongoing efforts at facebook.com slash action plan.
1: And we're back talking with Peter Cohen about the president's all-new, brand-new bright and shiny 10% tax cut for
0: the middle class. Yeah, I mean, we've abs- we have absolutely no idea. I mean, the, the payroll tax holiday idea has been done before, as we saw uh, in after the recession. In, in they it was in one place for about a year, maybe a year and a couple of months. And they cut the Social Security payroll tax by about by two percentage points for workers. Now, the benefit of that is that it, it immediately shows up in your paycheck. So you don't have to wait until the following filing season to to claim that benefit, which, you know, may happen, you know they adjusted withholding a little bit. So you could get a benefit from cutting the marginal rates, but cutting that payroll tax would immediately kind of, you know, that that's an immediate tangible benefit, but nobody likes doing that because, you know, ultimately that's, that's money that is, uh, is part of the social security trust fund. And everybody screams about the social security trust fund going bankrupt. And you'd have to so, find a way to replenish that trust fund. Right. But to your point, we've kind of established the income taxes, which, you know, to your question about marginal rates, could we just take down the marginal rates by another 10% for everybody earning up to, say, I don't know, call it $100,000, $150,000, you know, again, they've been cut to the bone. I mean, people who are in the middle class are just generally not paying all that much in income taxes. The real burden, the bigger burden, is from payroll taxes. So if you wanted to kind of even out that, you know, regressive aspect of taxation, the way to do that is to cut the payroll tax but there's all kinds of problems associated with that and the last round of tax cuts we have were only marginally
1: popular i mean the, the polls have shown it a, you know sort of 50-50 in terms of support for that thing a lot of people saying they just didn't feel much of a of a tax cut any reason to think if we do another 10% that they're going to they're going to f- have any different
0: impact or feel this anymore? It depends how it's structured. So that's probably one of the reasons why the president and Mr. Brady are, you know, now bandying about this, this possibility of another tax cut because they recognize, you know, that the sales job hasn't gone particularly well, even though the the law by all independent estimates Uh, out there has definitely cut taxes for your average middle-class taxpayer in this country. But, you know, again, you know, you've got things like rising gas prices and, uh, you know, inflation elsewhere in the economy, you know, wages haven't grown as much as maybe some of the, some of the uh, advocates uh, of the law thought they would. So, you know, people are not feeling it as much. So, hey, another 10% off of your tax bill, that sounds great, right? To, to, To a lot of people. Now, you know is it a false promise it very well could be because first of all congress is not doing anything until the lame duck session and when they get back they're going to have their hands full with a bunch of other things so it seems very unlikely that in this environment you're going to get this this 10% tax cut or whatever it is yeah and of course no one wants to
1: talk about it at election time but the deficits are rising and there's a concern that interest rates are going to rise again and there's a chance that any tax relief you get could be offset by rising interest rates.
0: Yeah, all these independent forecasters and economists, including the Joint Tax Committee, they all believe that if you pass unpaid for tax cuts, you know you increase deficits in that fashion. That's just going to lead to interest rates rising faster than they would ordinarily. So you know it has the potential to kind of be a vicious cycle, and you know that's what they predicted last year when the tax cuts passed as well.
1: Uh, there's no tax plan yet in detail that we know
0: of. When should we expect to see this thing ever come to the floor for a vote? Well, you know, again, it, d- it depends on the, the uh, outcome of November 6th. You know, if, if Republicans are able to keep the House, then, you know, they're, they're going to have a little pressure to, uh, to deliver on something like this in, you know, probably in the early part of next year. Sounds like it could be gridlock. But we'll, we'll,
1: we'll be watching to see what tax plan, if any, emerges My thanks again to Peter Cohn, our Budget and Appropriations Editor, for joining me. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, David. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your CQ Budget Tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes, or use Spotify, Stitcher, NPR1, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more budget news, you can subscribe to CQ.com or visit RollCall.com or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQ or at RollCall. See you next week.